Hi, my name is Joe Hancock, founder of His Vessel Ministries, and your host for Becoming His Vessel podcast. Often say in this thing called life, I may not always get it right, but my heart is to get it right. So my heart's desire is that this would be a resource for me as well as you, that we would be formed by God's Word, filled with Father God, and just poured out for His glory, truly becoming His vessel. Why is the abortion issue so important today or critical? Or why is it just an issue of life or death? Or is it? Is it even critical? Or should we just accept that it's the law of the land, leave it up to the people, let them make their individual decision, and we just go on living the abundant life? Well, I want you to listen in today because I want to tell you it is a matter of life and death. It is a critical concern. And it's not just about the life of the unborn, but it's about the life of our nation. How can I say that or why do I say that? Because I tell you, life matters. It matters to you. It matters to me. But more important, it matters to Father God. And I contend it's so important that there is a direct correlation to our position on abortion and to the degree of the wickedness, the ungodliness that our society is experiencing today. And you question, then why doesn't God do something about it? Why doesn't God remove the people from power that's causing all this ungodliness to be unleashed in our society? Why doesn't God remove some of the people from power that are ruling in unrighteousness and won't do anything about it, that won't correct the wrongs and make them right? And why is God allowing people to take our nation down? Well, I think God's leaving it up to us. God's watching to see how we respond. And because of our position on life, because we have legalized abortion and we've increased its power, it has given power to the unrighteous to rule over us and to have power over us. See, let me explain. And I want to come back to truth. I want to use the Word of God. Why? Because it's our foundation. It's our authority. And the Bible says that life is in the blood. I want you to relate with me here for a moment why abortion is directly related to where our society is going. See, life is in the blood. The Word is clear on that. Leviticus 17, 11. And then Jesus gave his blood. Why? That we might have life. And that's eternal life. You know, what happens in the physical? To save someone, you usually look to the blood. If we want to find out what's wrong with somebody's health, the first thing they do is they take your blood. Someone starts to bleed, what do you do? You stop the bleeding. If people have bad blood, they have infection in their blood, in their body, it threatens their what? It threatens their life. So what do you do? You try to remove the infection from the blood because the blood is what sustains life. And if people lose enough blood, what happens? Well, some people may need a blood transfusion. See, the blood is critical to life. And so God's heart is set on life because he gave his son. 
He gave his son to die to give his blood so that we would have life. But here's what the enemy has done. The enemy knows this too. He understands the power in the blood. And so the enemy always comes in direct conflict with Father God. And so what does the enemy want? He doesn't want life. The enemy comes after death. We know the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And so what is he coming? What death does he want? He wants death to God's word. He doesn't even want you to know these truths. He wants death to God's name. He wants God's name removed. Because if he can bring death to this word, bring death to God, he can take life. So how does the enemy win against God? He comes for the blood. To take the blood away and to take life. And the more blood that we give up to the enemy, the greater the probability of death. And so there, the more bloodshed through innocent blood of unborn babies. And, and we have to say legal because our nation has said it's legal. See, the more bloodshed of these innocent babies, the more power and authority we hand over to the enemy to do his work to ultimately bring death. And so we see this direct relationship in the history. As we have legalized abortion, we see from 1973 how there has been a major decline of righteousness in our nation. And so the greater the abortion numbers, the shed blood, innocent blood, it has been fuel to the power of Satan to take this nation down the path of unrighteousness. See, the enemy always comes with a counterfeit. So his strategy to take this nation, to bring death to this nation where God is no more exalted over this nation, his work has been through abortion to bring the death. And see, the enemy got a foothold, and we have been slipping into moral decay ever since he's gotten this foothold, and wickedness has no shame. You have to agree with me today, so much unrighteousness and wickedness and moral decay, and there's very little shame for it. And we clearly see the scheme of the enemy. I mean, God is the sovereign rule. The word says that, but the enemy doesn't want God to be the sovereign rule. See, we've said in God we trust, but the enemy wants to bring us to a godless rule where we abolish all mention of God and put us under a ruleship where God is no longer even mentioned, exalted, or respected. And so what do you do? You attack the word. You attack the principles and the precepts of the word and you attack them one by one by one until you bring them down and you totally abolish them. I want to give you an example because it is so clear, so clear how the enemy has schemed and been very sly in doing this. What does truth say? What's a principle? What's a precept from the word of God? Truth says that life's in the blood. We've talked about that. The truth is, God is the one who created life. Genesis 1, 27. And he didn't just create any life. He created male and female, Genesis 1, 27. And we know when that life begins. Exodus 21, 22 and 23. Said a fetus in the womb is life. 
And so life begins at conception. And that life is so important to God, He protects it. He puts measures in place to protect. And it even says in Proverbs 6, 16 and 17, there's six things that God hates. No, seven. And one of those, God hates the shedding of innocent blood. And therefore, if we want the favor and the blessings of God on our nation, on our state, on our home, then what do we do? We need to line up and value life as God values life. And we need to line up and respect and honor the things that God honors. Come back to truth. These are truths. This is what the word says. But over the years since America has legalized abortion, since 1973, there have been over 64 million legal abortions in the United States. And in the first seven years, the abortion rate went up 80% to the point now we don't even think about the value of it. We just think about the convenience of it. The people that fight for this, they think about the convenience. Even murder, taking it out of abortion, taking life, murder, the murder rate has even gone up. And I read a statistic just last week in just last year that Alabama ranked fifth in the nation in the murder rate. See, there's less respect for human life. It's not just human life in the womb. It's human life, period. Why? There's this increase. We don't respect life in the womb. So now it's grown to we have less respect for life at any stage, any age. And look at other things that where we have decayed morally. Back to 1980, we first removed the Ten Commandments from the public schools. And then the year 2005, we removed the Ten Commandments and said they can't even be displayed in the public square or any public property. And in the year 2000, we, well, we remember in the 60s when prayer was taken out of school, Bible reading was taken out of school. And then in the year 2000, the Supreme Court says you can't even pray at a public sports event. And then in 2012, one of the political parties of the United States removed the name of God from their platform publicly. They didn't do this in the back room, behind closed doors, they came out publicly and said, we remove God's name from our political party. And perjury, lying, is almost laughed at now. And what does God say? Again, in Proverbs six sixteen, he said he hates a lying tongue. He even hates a false witness. But what do we do? We justify now when we need to lie when we need to perjure ourselves. And we say, there's no wrong in that. And so we just move on. There's nothing wrong with it. And then, of course, we all remember in 2015 when the Supreme Court legalized same-sex marriage. And what does God's Word said in Genesis 2:24 That a man marries his wife and they become one. What's this? A man and a woman whom God created, male and female. And we understand this is God's law. 
And then last summer, the U.S. Supreme Court came out and ruled that you can't discriminate on basis of transgender status in a Title VII civil rights situation. And now there's even a greater push trying to recognize a third gender in our society. But what does God's Word say? The truth is, no, Genesis 1.27, God created male and female. Do you see what's happening? Because we have no respect or little respect for life now, the shedding of this blood has fueled the enemy, and it has taken us down an unrighteous path to no return unless we stop and intervene and show God, God, we're on your side. We protect life. And God could turn this thing back around for us. This is why we have to fight the abortion issue. Yes, it'll save lives of innocent, unborn babies. Absolutely. And yes, it will save our nation from total moral decay. It'll save us from a situation where God's name is totally removed. Because that's what's happening now. They're removing God's name and making it godless in an attempt that our nation will become ruled by people who hate God, who oppose God, who oppose His Word, these truths, so that we have no boundaries except the boundaries that they impose that will be the ultimate end of death. Because see, where the enemy wants to take us is to hate God. And see, when you hate God, you hate life. It's not just the unborn. You hate any stage of life. You disvalue life. And we will be ruled by dictators who have little respect for life and will take life at any cost. Now, in Alabama, we have already established that we're on the side to protect life, to protect abortion. It's just we need to enforce it. Our Constitution, the people voted in 2018. We voted for a constitutional amendment to recognize and protect the right of the unborn in the state of Alabama and to give them equal protection under the law. We said they have a right to life. That's our Constitution. So therefore, our authorities should be protecting that law, should be enforcing that law. And then in 2019, our legislature passed Human Life Protection Act, which bans all abortions, I mean, abortions at every stage. And they declared in that legislation that all unborn children are persons. And if you're a person, you're entitled to equal protection under the law. But here's the thing. It can't go into effect because it's on an appeal. It has an injunctive relief. We need our authorities to step up and enforce the law. There's even a pending case right now in the circuit court, uh, referred to as Baby Q, coming against um, Governor Ivey and Attorney General Steve Marshall, wanting to affirm that, hey, pre-born African-American children are persons, therefore they're entitled to due process of the law, so would you enforce the Human Life Protection Act? And to me, that is so clear. That is so simple. This is what the people of Alabama have said. We protect life. We just need it enforced. We ask for it 
to be enforced by those in authority. Why is that important? It's not that you just go do something. It's because before the enemy gets any more power on this state or on this nation, we must rise up and protect life. But here's the good part. Here's the good part. I don't want to end this with a downer. Here's the good part. Proverbs 6, 31 says the enemy has been found out. He's been caught. We see his scheme. We see what he's doing. And I believe when we get this legal issue right, God will rend the heavens and come down. He will come down. And what the enemy has twisted through deception, all the lies, all the manipulation, all the intimidation that's going on right now because of this one issue, God will straighten for us. This is Isaiah 27.1. See, the enemy has so twisted things almost to the point many people, if they're not watching and listening carefully, they'll get confused and confounded and just throw up their hands and quit. That's what the enemy wants you to do. Oh, no, we cannot do that. Because I believe when we get this issue right and we settle this issue of the blood, the life in the blood, we settle it and we protect it. We get on God's side. We protect life the way God protects life. We value life. I believe then God will come with the miracle to deliver us out of the hand of the enemy and put us back into the hand of righteousness where righteousness once again will rule in this nation. Righteousness once again will flow through the streets of our cities. It will take over. It will become the power. It will become the force where once again, God is exalted over this nation. And we can help make that happen. See, even in the fight for abortion, look what the enemy has done. From 1973, to now, what is he's even enlarged the window of opportunity of legalization for abortion. Whereas now you can have abortions at any stage. Late term abortion is legalized. And God help us that partial birth abortion is legal in places. Yet even killing the baby outside of the mother's womb. Do you see this? Do you see how the enemy is working, getting more bloodshed of innocent lives to get more power, all to take this nation out of the hands of God-fearing people and put it into the hands of people who hate God? And if they hate God, they will hate life. See, we got to stay in the fight. I need you in the fight. We need to be praying. We need to be doing whatever God calls us to do. Whatever action he calls you to do, me to do. To ban all abortion. Because it will disarm the enemy. See, the blood of innocent unborn babies has been the blood that's given life to the enemy. To fuel this movement to destroy this nation. Not just to have more abortions, but to literally tear this nation apart from what God created it to be. Because the more blood that's willingly given through the abortion, 
the more fuel and the power the enemy has to rip this nation apart and ultimately bring us into a godless society where it's controlled by godless people, no longer people that are God-fearing. But I tell you, if we can stop the empowerment through this bloodshed, we can take this nation back. I believe it with everything within me. So my cry, my appeal to you is one, begin to pray. Begin to pray through what I've shared with you today. Begin to get a heart for life the way God has a heart for life. And then begin to cry out to God. God, what would you ask me to do to help restore life to this nation? To help capture the loss of innocent blood? To take it out of the hands of the enemy? to put it back in the hands of God-fearing people where we rule, where we desire righteousness in the land. So you pray. And whatever God asks you to do, just simply obey. Just simply obey. Here's the other thing. Don't worry about what people think about what you might do. Just be concerned about what God is asking you to do. And then simply do it. There's where the reward is. There's where the blessing is. There's where the peace of mind will come for you. When you get in the fight, line up with the heart of God and just simply obey the voice of God. I tell you, we can win this battle, not just with abortion, but we can win the battle for our nation where we once again are God-fearing people. And once again, we are proud to say in God we trust. Thank you for listening to the Becoming His Vessel podcast. If you'd like to receive more resources that would help guide you in becoming His Vessel, I invite you to visit our website at www.hisvessel.org. If you'd like to connect with me directly, I would love to hear from you. You can reach me by calling 334-356-4478. And my prayer is that you would seek to love God with all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your strength as you seek to become His vessel.